Well, hi, Sasha Black. Hello. How are you? <laughs> I did get a puppy. Oh, what so What's your puppy's name? Oh, you are not ready. You're not ready. Take a deep breath. Professor Junebug. Oh, my God. <laughs> I told you, you were not ready. <laughs> Like prof for sure, or Junebug for sure. We or, call her or, the, or, the or, professor, or Junebug, or oh, JB, or PJ, or June or Cuddlebug, or it's just like lends itself to everything. But really, I think the professor is the cutest. Like I picked June. We went through five hundred names, and Lala is the professional namer in the family. But I came up with Junebug, and it suited her so much. And we're like, it's not quite there. And then she added the honorific and. We're there. We're there. And she's. I love it. And like, I didn't want a puppy. I wanted an adult dog. And there were no adult dogs because apparently Kiwis are responsible. And at the pound, there were only puppies. And they brought us a couple of puppies. And we thought, no, that's ludicrous. We cannot have a puppy. And then they brought her in. And we're like, oh, shit. We have a puppy. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, she's about six months old. You... And she starts school tomorrow. Okay. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. We're going to try to start obedience tomorrow. We've been doing obedience here uh, and, you know, but I need, I need an expert. What about like the poop and sleep situation? Because puppies are like notorious being identical to newborns. It's really great, honestly. Like she was probably surrendered, we figure, as soon as she could be weaned from her mother. So, you know, 12 weeks. And right. then she was in the kennel where they do not house train at all. They can't. So she had no skills, but she's only had a couple of pee accidents, nothing else. And we've had her for like three weeks now. She's pretty much house trained and she sleeps through the night. She what? loves to, she loves to get up with me when I get to like five 30 or six. And then she goes outside, does her business. And then she just goes and trots back to the bedroom door and then sleeps with Lala till she gets up at like 10. So okay, it's yeah. So it is perfect. really helpful when you have a morning person. So yeah, exactly. That yeah. I mean, makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. she just wants to sleep and cuddle and she's just a little sleeper and she, you know, we crate failed her for bed sleeping the very first night. Cause you know, we want her to sleep on the bed. We want her to sleep on our feet. So, and then we're crate chaining during the day. <laughs> and, um, and I tell you what, we were super overwhelmed. We were overwhelmed with a puppy and then um, our friend Patty, our dog who stays with us, like, you know, he used to come over like once a week when we lived on the other side of town. Um, he stayed with us for four days because his parents were out of town. And so we had Junebug and Patty and their energies were exactly opposite. And they just clashed in the house and threw each other around and Junebug lost everything she'd ever learned except for potty training. Thank God. Um, and it was so stressful. We could, ne Lala and I could never be in the same room together for those four days. Cause we had to have a dog with us at all times, like attached to us by a leash. And so Patty went home yesterday and now I'm like, puppies are easy. This is yeah. great. So I recommend anybody overwhelmed by a puppy, just get another dog for a while. <laughs> <laughs> There's that kid's story though, isn't there? About, um, like we I used to read it to Atlas and the story was basically about this woman who was complaining that her house was too small. And so um, she goes to this person who's like the wise man in the house. And then he's like, um, bring a chicken in your house. <laughs> anyway, and then, and then she goes back to this wise man. She's like, it's a nightmare. The chicken's like putting eggs everywhere and pooping everywhere. And, and he's like, so get a pig, bring a pig into the house. Anyway, and this story goes on and on. And by the end of it, she's got, 
like 17,000 animals in this house and she literally can't even like walk into the house. And then she goes back to the wise man and he and he's like, take all of the animals out of your house. And then she goes back and she's like, my house is enormous. Like, <laughs> that is exactly like, what happened. Is, I could not recommend it more highly. <laughs> So it's just, it's just been so great. And I don't, you know, I don't know if you feel this with the kittens, but like just a pet or two makes a home, you know, it really, really does. Nothing about it is so, they're just, you know, balls of love. They're, they're not humans. They don't have, you know, vengeance. Well, most of them don't have, I used to have a cat with a vengeance, but, but it's just so much love. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. And I think when you spend a lot of time in your house like yeah. working in your house the energy changes like not to be too woo woo but like the energy definitely changes when you have a pet in the house like I remember when they went to get neutered and um I couldn't believe like even that day I was just like oh. like I you know and it's just everything goes flat when they're not here so yeah, they're like a little life force of joy, I think, apart from when they're like shitting and pissing everywhere and then I'm like <laughs> super cross, but you know, apart from that, it's lovely. <laughs> yeah, yes. My retreat okay, my retreat was awesome. Um, it was it was <laughs> I think I was in that woman's house with all of the animals and stuff. <laughs> like it was so small and it was so cluttered with things. There was literally not a space to put a, a cup down. Like I had to move several things just to put, I've never been in a place like it was almost a hoarder's house, but an Airbnb, um, that aside, that aside, it was, it was fantastic. And it was right on the, right on the water. And it was, but it, the problem was it was six days after we got the puppy and I had planned it for forever and it was too late to cancel. And I missed Junebug and Lala, but I got a ton of work done. I, I realized that my retreats are my rejigger time. Like that is when I go, you know, I'm always preaching to students, like you have to rejigger your goals on a, or, or as, as you folks say, rejig, um, America say rejigger. Uh, I, I do that on a daily or weekly basis. Like I, I rejig everything, but then on a quarterly basis, I need to go away and go, okay, I thought I was going to be doing this for quarter two. What am I actually going to, I, I, I don't do quarters. I loosely do quarters, but I look at the months ahead and what am I actually going to be doing? How do I need to move things to actually suit what's going on? And there was a ton of time for that. I read like four books. There was a hot tub. Um, I went on long beach walks and that was all I did. And yeah, because yeah, I was going to say, I seem to remember the last time you don't, you don't like go to write all of the words you go to like do the thinking, all of the thinking and all of yeah. the journaling and, and all of that stuff. Oh, it's it's so like the, restorative. it's the ultimate intellection, which is my number two. Like it is the ultimate intellection gift. It's just lying around, mm. <clears throat> excuse me, reading and thinking and then reading some more and then thinking some more. I read um, a book I want to recommend if you haven't read it already. Maybe you recommended it to me. What Works by Tara McMullen. Mm -mm. Mm, I haven't read that one. No. Second thought, it might challenge you. Oh dear. <laughs> in a in a in, <laughs> in a way that you'll want. In a bad way. <laughs> well, it, she's so Tara is incredibly driven, like we are, and I can tell that she is. She she doesn't talk about Clifton Strikes, but I can tell that she is extremely high competition, and it is her kind of reframing goals and what they mean, and also like there's a lot of talk about letting go of goals and good not quite like quit in a very different way I could see your face just like no maybe it's not for me <laughs> well I loved quit though that was that's the interesting I really enjoyed love I really really enjoyed quit. I thought it was great 
give it a, um, give it a shot. I, really, I okay. thought it, what, uh, what works? What works? What works? Okay. Yeah. I, I, will, I liked it a I lot. I will write this down. Uh, uh, yeah, I will write this down. What works? So yes, my retreat was lovely and I'm back and I'm, I uh, finished classes yesterday. So I have April off and, um, you will laugh. I was journaling yesterday. I was like, I think I'm going to take vacation, real vacation. And then I wrote a a page about what my vacation was going to be like. I was going to take two whole weeks off and April, like not right. You know, I always not teach for a month, but not right. Do not do anything. And then I was like, but I, but I, but I would like to do that. And I would like to do that. And basically my whole job came back in, in my journal. I was like, but I, my achiever will be so miserable if I, like I, I make myself go on the retreats because by that third day, I am itching to do more and to work more. And it is good practice for me. I can't do that for two weeks. So I talked myself in and out of a vacation in April. That's what I did. The only kind of vacation where I can do like, so we go on a lot of like city breaks or adventure type holidays um, because I just, uh, I love the input, the learner, like seeing all the things, doing all the stuff. But um, we are also a family who loves to lie on the beach. Um, and, but, and that, but, you know, I'm the, I, that kind of holiday, I still remember. I don't know if I've ever told this before, but when Chloe and I used to go on holiday pre-child, um, I would just like stuff the suitcase with paperbacks. This was like before I had a Kindle and Chloe was always like, oh, you know, you can't, you can't, you can't take more than five. You can possibly read more than five books in two weeks. And I was like, oh, honey. In two and, um, weeks? I can't oh, no, read five don't. in two days. <laughs> I know, exactly. And, uh, and, and so I remember this one holiday, we went to Turkey and <laughs> I packed the bags. So I just kept slipping books in. And then when we got there, she unpacked <laughs> all of these books out. Fucking books have you brought? I was like, there's more than single digits. And the funny thing is, I read all of them. And then I had to go and borrow books from like the, the hotel. I think I read like 16 books in two weeks or something nuts that, that time. Yes. It was like a book a day about that point. But then I was like, yes, see, yes, see. <laughs> and now I have that's Kindle why, and there's no arguments. Kind, Kindles are good for everyone. They're, yeah. this, this beautiful, this beautiful rapturous thing happened. And you will appreciate this. The day before I left for the retreat, accidentally, like not only did I have all the books that I'd purchased recently on the Kindle and in paperback, but like eight library books came to me. They're just like, oh, this one on hold is for you. This one, this one came. I got them all. I just got them all and I dumped them all in. So it was, it was, I just had such oh, a, like that a is, richness. Yeah, and you know, you know the Kindle timing. trick for library books, right? Do you no, this one? No, no. If you get books um, from the library on your Kindle, if you turn off, wireless if you go airplane mode when the books are due it won't strip them from your kindle however it will strip them from your account so the next person in line can get it so you're not keeping it from anybody but and it has to be on a kindle kindle like a paperwhite or probably the scribe it can't be on your phone because your phone is going to connect to wireless and then it will know oh the time is up so how do you get an, an app to do that how do you get it to do that onto your kindle it's, though like it's I- all through amazon so when i go to my library i say i want to borrow this book and then it shunts me over to amazon and i'm on the amazon page and instead of pay 9.99 it says borrow and then you push the you push the buy button 
and it goes this directly is, is your to your physical local library. Uh, yes. Yeah. I actually am still on Oakland and I have Wellington because I'm a greedy what? whore. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I have no idea. I might have to go and investigate my local library then. Absolutely. You should absolutely do that because not only will they have a lot of the books that you want to read, but you can be a requester. And if you're a requester, you're the first on the list. So a lot of times I will read a review of a book coming out. I'll put it in my calendar because I'll know that like, I'll see something a publicist has sent me and I'll, you know, I'll want that. I want to read that book, but I don't want them on the show. So I don't want to ask for the, the net galley. And then I'll request it like the week before and I'll be the first person and I'll just get it the week it comes out for free and the author is getting paid. So it's just, yeah, it's just win, 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 win. And it's all Amazon Kindle in, the, in that the ecosphere. I wonder if it's the same system in the UK, because I know that the American library system is like different, but I will, they, I will go and investigate. Because- they use Overdrive to send it. So Overdrive is the one that powers between the um, the library and uh, your Kindle. And the same they do the same thing in New Zealand. So I wonder if Overdrive does it in the UK. I will investigate. Okay. I will put that on my list to, to come back and be able to tell you love this it. week. All right. I'm going to turn tables yeah. on you. Yeah. Tell me, tell me what okay. you have been doing. Catch me up. So we recorded, because I checked, we recorded on the 21st of February mm-hmm. last time. So it was a few days early. So it's been five and weeks now. Yes. And I started book two the day before we recorded. I don't know if you remember. I do remember. Yeah. So last, yeah, <clears throat> I'd literally written like the first, I don't know, like 4,000 words. And I was two minutes late to this, wasn't I? <laughs> And the reason is because I have been chasing kale. Not only did I write the book, I've just finished editing it. And you are the first person I've told. I haven't even told my wife because I had to get on this call. Are you (laughs) freaking kidding me? Congratulations. And also (laughs) like number, number two, even bigger. And I know you, uh, you, you feel this way. You proved to yourself that that system you figured out works it wasn't a one-off it was not no so this is the third book I've done so this is the crazy thing right my activator is such a lying whore and I just have like no ability to be reasonable with time scales or to understand time like I get very very disillusioned with how long things are taking and this is one of the lessons learned that I've, I've kind of written in my coaching that I need to be better at because <clears throat> I track every day. I track everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't necessarily I'm not necessarily cognizant of that data whilst I'm in the drafting period. And that's what I need to be better at because <clears throat> so I drafted I started on the 20th of February and I finished drafting on the 21st of March. But um in that time, I actually only sat at my desk 12 times to draft this book. Yeah. Oh my so, God. Yeah. So I I really need to reel the shit back in on myself and just be a little bit more aware that things are going faster than I think they are. But yes. I, I can't tell you, like I really thought, and, and I think this time it was a little bit because I wrote 30K in January and then binned the whole lot. So I think my brain was still like attached to January and it was March and we were still writing this book and therefore it had taken three months. But actually, Activator's a liar. And that was not at all the case. So yeah, and then I started editing on Friday and I literally finished two minutes into this call. <laughs> I am so excited for you. 
Good job. And how much of a jerk are you that you can edit an, a whole second draft in a week? Like that well, is, yeah. that's some, you do some clean, but you're a, pl- but you had the plot. So you knew where you were going. Yeah. I, I, had to deal with a lot of felt of doubt this time I think because obviously I the first book was such a rush of like pure joy pure just like vomit and and it was just all fun um I then put myself through the ringer on this one but actually like having just finished edited editing it <clears throat> there are only two sections I'm actually worried about and so I just need to shut the fuck up and stop being a knobhead basically <laughs> because I know how to write books and just shut up Sasha <laughs> so yeah I'm really excited yes. like I, I I had to give it to my wife slightly early so she's got the first half of the book whilst I was like editing the second half because I just just I just needed the feedback I was like just tell me if it reads the same is it the same pace is it the same fun because I was like I feel like I'm just and like you know all the rest of it which is just <laughs> utter nonsense because I just it's such a roller coaster why does why does this creative journey have to be so emotional and it doesn't stop it doesn't get easier however but if it did don't you think that some of the fire would be gone I mean if it was just like well so easy you know yeah that wouldn't that wouldn't be so wise I am so proud of you. What a huge accomplishment. Congratulations. How are you going to celebrate today or this week, this coming weekend for doing this? Uh, this weekend, I'm not working. So I was, this is another reason I was super determined to finish today so that, cause then tomorrow I've got to do all the stuff I was meant to do today. Cause today's my like meetings and podcast day. Yeah. Um, and I've got like some freelance and blah, blah, but my sister-in-law's coming up with the kiddos. And so we're just going to have like a family, a nice family weekend, but I'm going to Seville, 20 books Seville this month and then oh. London book fair. So I kind of like, I kind of feel like there are two kind of fun work, but fun things that are coming up anyway. So that that's enough. Um, and possibly celebrate by, I don't know, plotting book three. <laughs> <laughs> My achiever is also a whore for work. <laughs> I love that we both have incredibly high activator and achiever. It's just, that's the power combination. Then thank Jesus for it. Um, Oh my gosh. So how does it feel now about this book? Yeah, because, oh my goodness me, like, I just feel so many things because I, this one put me through the emotional ringer much more than the first one. Um, And so I was like, oh my God, what if I can't be as excited? What if I can't this or that? And actually, Mm -hmm. like, I am all of those things. Like I saw some real sparks in the book. And so I was like, actually, you know what? you know I I am all of the things and 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 I don't know what I'm because here's the thing if I land the twist that I was trying for then it's going to be better than book one. Oh my god if, I can't wait to read it by the way B2 dubs cannot wait but if I haven't then it's gonna really flop <laughs> now so do you I do, think I'm nervous do you do a developmental edit or do you go straight into copy edits what is your process my beta, my critique partner, um, we we do extremely detailed um, reads. So we do yeah. inline comments. We do like answering questions for each other and then we'll brainstorm like solutions back and forth. So it, that and and 
that feels very much like the kind of developmental edit that you would get. Yeah. I have got a new editor this time who has said that typically they do like three rounds. So they'll do all three rounds for, for their clients. And I said, well, I have got this process of like critiquing with, with my friend and she did the first book. Um, and, uh, and, you know, Hey, I love the first book. So obviously her feedback was amazed. Yes, <laughs> um, but so, yes. so we'll see. And I just said to the editor, like, if there is, if there's stuff that you pick up, fine, we'll, we'll add an extra week in and we'll do that. Uh, if not, then just go straight to copy. Um, so yeah, that's kind that of the is process amazing. is normally critique. And when so, is yeah, it, and when does it release? Oh, you have a longer um, pre-order, but you might move it forward. Is that what I heard in a podcast? Uh Yeah. And you can, you can move it forward. I know. I know. Well, I'm going to wait until I hear back from my my critique partner because like maybe I I did it so fast that it's actually just a pile of shit. Who knows? (laughs) It's not. It's not. But, you know, (laughs) I know it's not, though. But but also I don't know. I don't know how, because this one's like 10 to 15k shorter. So I don't know actually if there are some things that need adding still. Um, and I've, and I kind of have a feeling that maybe I've skimmed on some areas that need, that need a bit more. Um, but yeah, I reckon I'm going to aim for late May, early June. So <laughs> I can't believe it. Amazing. I'm so proud of you. That is so cool. That is so flippant. Cool. <laughs> Ellie, I keep saying to Ellie, I uh, I don't want to write a book a month. And she was like, yeah, you do. And I'm like, yeah. no, no, I don't. And she's just like, yeah, you do. And I'm like, oh, you're so mean and not inaccurate. <laughs> but here's the thing. I don't, yeah. I don't want to be on the treadmill. Right. And I, I, I actually want... I actually want a bit more balance and I also don't want to wreck my hands because writing this fast does have have physical consequences Mm -hmm. um so even though I can do it I I don't think I want to I think I would like I've always said six books a year and that feels like I could then have holidays with the kid and I could still you know go and do speaking things or, or whatever so yeah, I, I think I want to retain the capacity to write that quickly, but not necessarily do it month on month on month. So yeah. Do it when when it works, when you when you look at your calendar and fit it in and it feels good and you look at everything else that you're doing. It sounds like you're really working towards balanced hard work, which is what you love. That is Yeah, and I I kind of feel like in, I want to get a backlist in this genre. Yeah. And so I'm sort of willing to write a bit faster and be work a bit harder just to get that sort of those first, you know, three to six books. And then once I've got that, actually, then I will will not work quite as hard or fast because I like holidays. (laughs) (laughs) And being able to um, afford holidays because of what your books are doing. And so and you so you've had the pre-order going and you've had sales going for this book while you've been writing which is yeah so yeah it's not gone as quickly um the pre-orders as the first book pre-orders did but I've done no I've done nothing like nothing at all um I don't even not even sure if I've really announced that that the pre-order is out um but I also had the sign up link to the mailing list as the first link in the back of the book and um in about five weeks I had over 400 subscribers so you know it's not it's not stacks and stacks, but it's quite a big sign up rate 
proportionately you know I've had I don't, well, know, yes. um, I don't know how many sales probably approaching 1500 to 2000 sales now but um so it's a good proportion that's of amazing like, <laughs> that's like un- that's unheard of you you would be lucky to get one in 10 usually um, oh just really? to sign up in the back of the book yeah yeah that is huge oh, that is people okay. opting in saying I want to be on this journey with you do not let me go keep me with you yeah yeah well, that's that's encouraging then yeah I was like oh I don't you know I just I have no data to go by because I completely fucked the first series fucked the the mailing list fucked all the auto response everything everything was broken and ruined and bollocks it all up so this time I was so I've got no data to compare it to hello competition number one needs to compare to other stuff um so it's just what a wonderful journey we are on that's all I can say so, that is yeah yeah brilliant that is brilliant okay so what are okay, your so plans for the next couple of months then okay so that I I like shat the bed a little bit um because I was like oh like book one's doing well I've, I've definitely got you know I'm almost at I'm I probably have 45 percent of the pre-orders for book two that I had in total for book book one digital pre-orders I had because the paperback's not live yet and I've not started marketing so even though it's not you know we're not talking about hundreds and hundreds proportionately that seems like quite a lot that does seem quite a lot and you have done nothing you've done nothing except for let people read the book yeah yeah and 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 the pre-order link is the second link and everybody knows you only get the first link click anyway so yeah um so realizing that I was like ah oh, I'm supposed to write non-fiction next and then I was like what am I gonna do what am I supposed to do and uh so yeah this week I was just like I, I need to I need to think strategically and then I was like you know what because of the pace that I can write at delaying one extra month or six weeks is actually not the end of the world you know I tend to only release one non-fiction book a calendar year mm-hmm. and I released in August last year so even if I release in November this year that's still this year um, and I've been very very consistent at releasing one a year for some reason in my head hello activator lying about time I did that in a lot shorter space of time and then when I actually looked at the data uh, it was one a year so I was like okay fine so I am going to do book three um so yeah, I, I that's that is my plan. Do book that's three, so cool. Seville, and all the rest of it. Also, oh, yeah. you know, most people will not watch this on the video, but some people will. Your face just lit up when you said that. <laughs> I am going to do book three, <laughs> and I, but I love what you said right there about, you know, our activators being liars. I have really been thinking a lot about um, looking at the real data, not my hopeful data, because I know what I could do on my best day. And I will always plan for me having my best day from here on out. Mm-hmm. But the actual real data shows that I do a shit ton. It's just not the shit ton that I want it to be. But I can look back at that and say, okay, this is what I'm actually going to do. This is this is how it you know this is how it actually works. I don't put out four nonfiction books a year. Um, what is your next nonfiction? Is it the villain one? I can't remember. It it. So I have got a few. So I was doing the 500 words a day. Yeah. And I, and I managed that right up until I got to about 50% in the fiction book. And then the focus tunnel kicked in and I was like, I can't split my brain anymore. So I'm going to use that method, um, but I'm not, I can't do it all year round. So yeah. I'm sort of going to do that leading up to things. So no, I've got a few thousand great. words in that book. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you, this is the thing. We just flex and find the, the, the way yep. that works for us. So yeah, I've got a few thousand words in that, but I also, there's a couple of other books that I want to write um, non-fiction wise. And um, so I'm not, I have been saying to everyone that it's going to be the villain's journey and it might be the villain's journey, <laughs> but it might not. <laughs> so yes. yeah, but you- And you're beholden you, to no one. To, to exactly. You exactly. get to decide what it's going to be. But you've been doing your creative ones. So tell me about your writing. Like, where are you at with your with your writing? And- oh, it's, I mean, I'm, I'm still at this frustrating point, but I have been doing the 500 words a day and it looks more like 750 um, because I kind of, this is so stupid, but you will understand. Like I started that 500 words a day journey, you know, what, a month and a half into 2023. But I really have this number in my head that if you write 500 words a day, then you get 180,000 extra words for the year just by doing this 500 words a day. So then- I, I'm like, well, I missed those words. So, but if I put 180,000 words into pacemaker, it'll tell me exactly what I need to do. And right now it's 681. So I might as well write 750. So I have a few extra to make up for the days that I don't do it. So I'm still calling it 500 words a day, but I mean, I get 500 words a day, you know, 500 words is nothing. I'm just getting it is nothing. a little bit of steam. So it's super easy mm-hmm. to, I mean, it's not, it's not easy. It's, it's impossible not to go a little bit farther for me. So that's what I've been doing every day. And I've been using it for the next nonfiction and for, um, Patreon essay, uh, which I really need to work on today. Cause it's the 31st in New Zealand. I need to get that out. Um, <laughs> Bala and I just keep saying, can we please have a week where nothing is happening? But March was taken up 10 days. We had a house guest and we were traveling a lot in New Zealand around seeing things. And then um, we got the puppy, but I have still been managing to write and get work done. And my plan was, my plan was April. I sent an email to my agent last week that said, April is my month to self-publish seven miracles. You've had it for, you know, it's been out on editor's desks for, I don't know, six or eight weeks. That is long enough in my book. It has been rejected by most of them. Really good, really good rejections. Like we took it to sales, loved it. Um, can't get the buy-in. I'm so sorry, kind of thing. And uh, I said, so April, I will self-publish it. Please, like, uh, just letting you know, that's what's happening. I'm getting the cover. I'm getting the final copy edit. It will go. I should probably tell my copy editor that, um, or ask her if I can. <laughs> um, and then get it published. And she immediately she wrote back and sent me this email that an editor had just sent her that said, I'm loving it. I'm enraptured. I must have this book. I've got to take it to sales. So now, but I'm, I'm waiting again, <laughs> but this oh, person seems no. even more passionate um, than anybody else has been. And there's been some passion about it. Uh, so, and I, I'm still, I'm still in this place where I'm lazy enough. Okay. Here it is. I'm lazy. I'm not, I'm never lazy, but I'm, I'm, I would love to hand off all the work to them. Give me some money. You do the cover, you do the release, everything, even though Trad has burned me. I'm like, it'd be easier, but they probably want a two book deal is what they have been talking about. So then I'm like, I'll just be easier and I'll have to write a book real quick. So it doesn't really. <laughs> so it's I'm going to- like, you really oh. need like a 90 days to done type situation yeah, with it too. Interesting. <laughs> that will absolutely have, and the, you know, and this one was the best I've ever, the best and fastest I've ever written a book. And I wrote and revised it in five weeks, just like you. And I had this process that worked perfectly. So I know that I could do that again if I need to, but I've kind of lost the passion for that project. I have not even looked at it in months. I don't even know what I would write about for a second book, but I, I'm sure, I mean, I would come up with it and then, but I would be in the same kind of place you are like, because that book was all fun, all passion, 
everything I loved. Can I harness that lightning again? It scares me a little bit to like, could I? I don't know. So, so I'll tell you what I've learned, right? Um, you definitely can, because there are always like moments of that spark like it in in the second one but but here's what I have realized there are certain things that set my world on fire and um certain tropes and certain like moments in scenes or certain emotional points mm. and so we are creatives we are artists right we can take all of those things and put them in a different book with a completely different style and a completely yeah. different story and still get all of the crack pennies that we need from it. And so, um, when is this going out? No, this is only going to our patrons, isn't it? Okay, so um, I, I, rather than doing like enemies to lovers, assassin, heist, all of that stuff, I am going hardcore uh, rivals to lovers, but in a com competition. So that they're going head to head against each other in a competition situation where they're competing to be the best of the best. And I was like, there are so many ways. <laughs> so now I'm like so fucking excited to do book three and I literally cannot wait. But that, like, you just know, take all the things that you loved and do it. <laughs> you know what's hilarious about you saying that? Number one, it's beautiful. Number two, it just blew my mind because I'm like, yeah, I know that when I'm writing a story, I'm going to hit a few moments that will give me energy pennies and it never really crossed my mind just to like, you know, it's basically butter. It's thinking about the butter, the universal fantasy butter before you write the book, planning it in. Oh, yes, yes. Oh my God, I just remembered a book. I remember, oh my God. I just wrote, a, I remembered another book that I wrote much like Seven Miracles. It was butter, it was all butter and my agent hated it and it kind of like devastated me. So I never looked at it again. This was last year, I think. And I just realized I still love that book. Why is it in a drawer? What? It's all but it's butter. It's in oh my god. It's in a drawer because I forgot about it. Honestly, I literally forgot about it till right now. But that was so fun. That was that was like my that was my my um my uh, Mar uh Marie Kondo wants her stuff back uh book. So <laughs> see, we just like it, it's it is crazy that we just forget we we just have to give ourselves permission take yeah. all the shit that we love and put it in a fun story and, and we can do that over and over again and they're all so different like I'm not gonna want to write this you know the same thing over and over because there are other parts of me that want other yeah. butter and other you know, yeah. you know whatever's but this is this series and and like so I'm just, yeah, I'm just like, you know, this is all about female power, female rage, <laughs> and really fucking competitive people. So I'm like, oh yeah, let's do a literal competition this time. And it's just, you just want to keep tweeting that we are creative geniuses. We can and, do this. And you throw in the hot sex of your books, Finn. Fantastic. Yeah, exactly. Hey, I, uh, I hung out with, um, I interviewed yesterday, Caitlin for my show, um, who, so I didn't know that you write with her five days a week. Not, no, not five days a week. So we do, we do three. We do oh, Monday, do Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. <clears throat> and you yeah. just get together yeah. on Zoom with the three of you and you just write. That's so cool. Two, two of us, just me Wait, and what Caitlin. 
Oh, Caitlin, it's, did she mention Carrie too? No, wait, who's, who's the other person? Oh, doesn't, she doesn't has, so she does, so she does the other days. So the Tuesday and the Friday oh. she does with her other friend. Yeah. That's who I think is why Caitlin, Kate. that's yeah, why I got yeah, confused yeah. because um, that's the five days that Caitlin is doing and she's showing up on Zoom every day, yeah. every five days a week yeah. to sit there yeah. and do words together. So that is yeah. so cool have done it for months and months and months and months and months yeah yeah and it's really good like a focus short burst like and the routine of knowing that we need to do the work is is yeah I yeah I love her she's lovely uh, yeah she's wonderful I speaking of focus short burst I am um one other thing that I decided for April is that I'm taking the month so I have the month off of teaching and um I'm taking the month off of Rachel says right which is two hours on Mondays and Wednesdays in the afternoons, I'm, I farmed it out to my assistant is doing one day and another person who always goes to that is doing the other day. And so I'm not charging her for Aww. the sessions and cause she's awesome. And, um, and so I'm really going to kind of honor that insulation. I just want to spend April not taking care of anyone, just thinking about my work and going super, super heads down in that. So that is what I'm looking forward to for April. And I will either be self-publishing seven miracles if this, if this editor rejects, then I will have Susanna pull the book from all the other agents. Uh, sorry, all the other editors. We never have heard back from the Amazon imprint and I will have her like insist on an answer. And, um, that's, you know, that's one I'm most interested in. And, um, if I, and if so, if I'm not self-publishing that, then I will be revising the fix for her either to take out or for me to self-publish. And that'll be, that'll be fast. So. That's my, that's my. So, and what, when are you drafting new? Cause you're, dra you're drafting new still now, aren't you? So, yeah, and I'm, that is on, is this the 90 days to done book? It's a couple different nonfictions. It's the 90 days to done yeah. book. It is um, a mindset book that I'm working on. I feel like I'm missing something in there. Oh uh, yeah. The mindset book. And then I'm also. Yeah, those are the two things I'm drafting, and I'm also thinking about pulling together a, a couple of collections of essays collections, for, yeah, um, for yeah, Kickstarter. That. And gosh, they're they're all lining up on the runway. But the New New Zealanders is pretty much done with this epilogue that I'm writing today. So, what can I pick your brain for one second? What do you think? Yeah, about but I'm just laughing because Joe has clearly convinced you oh. to do Kickstarter. He's the worst. I love her, <laughs> and I think she's. <laughs> And I think she's right. You know, yeah. she's, she's, she's so, right. she's so useful though. Like she is like, and she's always ahead of the curve. And then she thinks I about things that. really clearly and then figures them out. And the smart ones of us listen and follow. <laughs> so Just run after her. Wait a minute. Exactly. So, so the, the thing is, is that like, if I kickstart the new New Zealanders, I think that would be a much smaller kickstarter because the people who are on my mailing list, I have a lot of people on the mailing list, but there a lot of them are there for creativity, right? They're not there for a moving around the world memoir, but they are there for my voice. So it could be kind of like she did pilgrimage. It could be kind of like a, a sample run at Kickstarter just mm -hmm. to kind of see mm -hmm. how it works, how it feels. And then when I do the, the, I'm thinking of doing three collections of creative, like helping books. Um, yeah. Then that would be the did next you, Kickstarter. 
did you get her Kickstarter? Because it was fucking oh, amazing. Yes. Like I've got yes. I was gonna say, yeah, did you get yeah. like the hardback? Because it is stunning. It's so pretty. Oh, I didn't. Oh I goodness. just got the e have, have you seen it? Uh-uh. No, show it to me. Just I mean, I've seen Joe okay. uh, Joe on 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 screen. You may not be able to pull okay, it. Okay. But yeah, I'm just trying to see where it is. It's in my blur section. <laughs> just see if I can <laughs> don't worry about it. No, don't no, no, worry about it. it. I got it, I got it, I got it. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's amazing. It's absolutely stunning. And it feels like silk, but like <sighs> everything is full colour. It's so oh. good. Um, hang on and look at some of the pictures. Like oh the quality. Seriously. My God. It's incredible. So, it is incredible. I had so, actually I yeah, have a you, list you've of gotta do it. I have a list of things that I would do for the new New Zealanders Kickstarter, which would be smaller, but I had not put a hardcover like that. I had put a hardcover on there, but not that beautiful kind, but now I want to do it because mine is also a memoir and it would have some colored pictures. And that is so cool. And also I just really love the way that she did it. Yeah. 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 And did you listen to her lessons learned episode? Cause there were a ton of great, Oh, make sure you do before you go into it. Yeah. yeah, Oh, I will. I will. Are you thinking about kickstarting something? No, no. (laughs) (laughs) No, not yet. No, not yet. Yeah, we all know how how well I stick to stuff. Go on, anyway, you wanted to pick my brain. Oh, I think that, um, oh, I think I just wanted to pick your brain to see if you think that doing a, a trial balloon with a memoir of moving around the world with a Kickstarter is worthwhile. I can see why it wouldn't be worthwhile because I would put my, you know, like Kickstarts don't start until you hit a certain level. So I would put the like, you know, I need to make $5,000 to make this worth my time. And if it doesn't hit $5,000, then I don't have to do it. And if it hits $10,000, then that is a decent advance on doing this, which I have already Sasha received an advance for because these are Patreon essays. So, um, you know, that I'm collecting into this book. So, I mean, I'm getting, I'm, I would be getting paid a bunch of different ways. I'd be getting Patreon pays and the Patreon uh, patrons would be getting the book as well. And then there would be the Kickstarter and then there would be the eventually putting it up online. And that's a bunch of different ways to get paid for this work. And I love that about it. Yeah. And the hard work's already done because it's written, right? Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. So then I would, yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't do it. That sounds right? like a genius way of doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That sounds okay. incredible. All right. The thing that scares me most about Kickstarter is the the shipping price, that getting the shipping pricing. That's the thing that sh- makes me shit the bed a little bit. And I think until I've got some headspace, I can't, I can't, I can't. But I think that out. they have, they have adjusted for that now. Like they, the people who would want a hardcover shipped book, they're eating the shipping cost. And if they don't want to pay for that, then they don't, then they don't get that. But you as the Kickstarter creator have to set the shipping price. Right, right. And that's the bit that that bothers me. That's the bit yeah. that scares me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So obviously, I wouldn't want to end up. And that was one of the things that I did take from Joe's podcast episode as well. It's like, you really need to make sure you like weigh it and package it. And I don't know. Well, I, I, I listened and I've got to take notes and go back. Not that I'm doing one. I'm not doing one. I'm just saying like... <laughs> Me, Joe and I are, are like, uh, just like trickling water onto your rock. It's going to, <laughs> and then you're going to break someday. And then you'll have like a $500,000 Kickstarter. Going. Oh my God. That would be incredible. 
Oh, yes, smutty lesbian books. <laughs> not safe for work art. That would be amazing. I just want to kickstart for not safe for work art, please. <laughs> you, my jaw just dropped. You could do the smallest yeah. Kickstarter. Funded it three thousand dollars, but get this not safe for work art. Pay the artist. Do it all digitally. Get the stickers made and a couple of limited edition enamel pins. Bob's your uncle. You're done. Boom. Oh my god! Stop it! You are such a <laughs> but you do it for the package so for when the third book comes out you get the omnibus you get the mm, that would I be a really tier. want the audiobook done as well like i like i we, no 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 <laughs> rachel stop <laughs> no no get out of my brain and joe i know you're listening <laughs> you're naughty the pair of you <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love it. Okay. So by the time we meet next time, I will have figured out something to do with April, either publishing a book or uh, revising that. And then May, I want to be thinking about Kickstarter. That's my, that's my month. What about you? What are your, so by the time we talk next um, month, well, you would all have traveled a few times. Yeah, so I um I basically don't start drafting again until the twenty fourth of April. So I may not yeah. even have started. I may have just started or, or or not started yet. Um, so mostly my month will be um like marketing presentations, plotting um, a bit, plotting all all of the plotting. Yeah, and <laughs> inputting. I'm trying to like literally Hoover romantic competitions, um <laughs> at the moment. <laughs> uh yeah so that will be my month yeah and the financial feminist did you ever finish it I I didn't I didn't I I really liked it and I will finish it eventually um and I would love to talk to you about money can we bookmark next month talking about money like I want to talk about like what is your what is your what are your financial goals what does financial freedom look like to you I would love to talk about that with you do you like that idea yeah yeah Fuck off millions. That's how much, by the way. So I want, I want money that you just tell anyone to fuck off. That is, yes. I want details. I want numbers. I want the plan. <laughs> okay. All of it. <laughs> okay, my friend. What a delight right, to talk to you. I'll see you next I month. I'll catch you later. Okay, bye. bye.